You're now listening to Converse with Marilyn. Hello, Toby. Hi. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you feeling? Good, thank you. Okay, you are Converse with Marilyn's very special guest. And I'm so excited. How are you feeling about that? I'm good. I'm looking forward to it. I've seen what you've been doing and... I'm really happy for you. You're doing an awesome job. So I'm excited to be on. Okay. Thank you. So for this episode, um, I've gotten like a list of things that um, people want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You know, so we're just going to be answering some questions. But I feel like like every single episode, we're just going to stray and we're going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'm just looking forward to it. Cool. Okay. Excited. Um... So the first, there are different aspects. So there's fashion, there's travel, there's personal <coughs> work, Instagram yeah. and skincare and makeup and things like that. So mm-hmm. we're just going to start with um, fashion first. Cool. Yeah. How would you describe your style? I think it's very difficult. I get that question a lot from a lot of people. They ask me like, I know like the new thing is like, what's your aesthetic? And like, I don't have one. <laughs> I feel like I just wear whatever I like wearing, whatever I feel like wearing. I obviously like draw inspiration from like, other influences from say I have like a very specific style I feel like it's very interchangeable and like eclectic and it's really whatever I'm feeling on the day as opposed to having like a specific vibe you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean um when I like look at everything you've worn in the past it's like there's no specific thing there's no specific thing that yeah and it's like sometimes you're feeling for instance like your Greece trip now Mm-hmm. It was basically um, Winks. <laughs> Winks, <laughs> meets, Winks meets, um, I'm not sure, but basically like just light, very, very nice. Um, yeah, set. like I was feeling kind of like European summer kind of vibes, just like very like mm-hmm. light and airy and like free. And like, obviously, I'm in London most of the time these days. Mm-hmm. So like, it's cold and then it switches to that. Then when I'm in America, it switches again. You know what I mean? So it really depends yeah. on like my, how I'm feeling, the weather, everything, basically the season. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. <clears throat> I feel like you don't really get to wear what you want when you're in London. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you, when you travel, it's like, okay, now I can actually embrace my true desires for what i want to wear yeah like i have a hard time dressing in like winter because you know, winter i don't like them so i have such a hard time dressing in winter but like it's okay i don't mind <laughs> yeah okay so the second question is what's your favorite shopping experience favorite like a shopping, shopping experience you really liked like maybe you went to a mall and, mm. and i don't really like shopping in person that i mean like i go thrifting every now but I don't yeah. really like shopping in person that much I'm like an avid addicted online shopper I just love <laughs> shopping online um so I wouldn't have like a favorite experience that I can really think of in like recent history uh, yeah maybe when I was like younger and I used to travel like with my mom and we'd travel for the purpose of shopping but otherwise <laughs> I can't really think of anything specific I, I just like online shopping <laughs> yeah so like maybe maybe this question can be tailored to that online shopping like what what store would would if oh they God, could that's such a hard you... question <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question like there's so many stores um 
I don't know. I like, you know, like the stores where you can get like, so, like there's Nesaporte and like Essence, like stores where you can get like yeah. a lot of different brands. I like looking at those and then like, yeah. I'm not going to find anything I want because like it's too busy. Places like Zara, for example, like I know they're too busy. Yeah. And then there are shops that are like exclusively online, like Source Unknown and like Lioness and places like that. Um, where I just like looking through stuff. I feel like a lot of stores, like a lot of places don't really have physical stores anymore. I feel like a lot of them are like online. So the majority of the clothes I get, it's very rare these mm. days that that like I'll go out and actually find something I want. I might go to a store and be like, okay, this is cool. Let me go and look at their online store because they probably have more. <laughs> you end up going back to your laptop. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. I think um, most of the time, sizes are are better to choose when you're actually online because you can yeah yeah exactly I feel like some even sometimes like when I go when I do go like out shopping I mean like don't get me wrong I like walking around looking at stuff but I can't mm. say like it's very rare that I'll actually buy something like I'll go out and I'll try things on yeah. and then I'll have to think about whether I actually want it or not or if I have things that like because I don't like buying things for no reason um yeah. so i'll have to think about if i have like something that'll pair with it or if i'm gonna get something that'll pair with it or if i have multiple things that'll pair with it like i obviously like i mean like i think my instagram doesn't reflect how much i rewear clothes but like i like <laughs> being able to rewear clothes um yeah and i don't just like buying things for like no reason basically so i'll be like if i if i go out shopping and i see something i like if it's like for example if it's like a size eight yeah this looks cute i'll go on the online store whilst i'm in the store and order it in a size six and can't pick it up later or something like that um mm. so yeah that makes sense like i feel like um for you because <laughs> you can't really post every single thing you have yeah. so it's like <laughs> oh i just i just post the really nice pictures and you guys just mm. get like a like a like a nail of what i actually have in my closet you know yeah exactly um how important are accessories to your fits? Um, they're relatively, they're actually very important because I feel like you can make something that's boring kind of a bit more exciting, even if it's just like some earrings or like some necklaces or whatever it is. It adds that little bit more to to every outfit, I feel like. It just makes it a bit more interesting. I feel like I'm a fan of like handbags and shoes, um, those kinds of accessories, right? So I feel like... Maybe, yeah they make like something that could be boring if you're wearing like a boring outfit and your shoes are cool then yeah, yeah. I like that. <clears throat> um i really like i think my favorite type of accessories are just like rings i really like rings i feel like rings just because i always do i always focus on my nails and like my hand movements and pictures mm. so rings <laughs> would essentially be what the picture is focusing on as well yeah i like rings as well but i feel like i'm more of a fan of like bracelets have, oh, I wear yeah. a lot of bracelets. Um, I feel like for a long time I thought my fingers were too weird to, to wear. With. <laughs> Any reason to start like actually wearing rings again? But um, mm. yeah, I thought my fingers were too weird to wear rings. So I went to wear long bracelets. Oh, I was about to say something. Um, what's your favorite like jewelry brand? Ooh, I like Hay Harper. Um, mm. and I like Roma. Oh, my favorite jewelry brand, my favorite brand in general is Vivian Westwood. I post something on TikTok and then like, it's just like, like for example, Matilda Jeff. I love Matilda Jeff, but it's like, yeah. she'll wear something and then everybody will buy it. And now it's yeah. like, okay, well, do I even want to wear that anymore? Because yes. you know what I mean? You know it's like that. It's like, yeah. Yeah. 
No, sorry, yeah. Karen. <laughs> I remember when, like, nobody knew what Vivian Westwood was for a while until, like, it blew up on TikTok until people yeah, started to, like... been around for literally ages, but I don't... Yeah. One of those things where it's, like... So, I think, like, Hey Hop and so and stuff like that, those are my favorite sort of, like... And then, obviously, I like my designer jewelry as well, but... um Yeah. I just like stuff that... Um, like jewelry that looks nice and simple and just kind of matches with everything because I have a lot of bracelets that I never take off I just wear them all the time and they just go with everything Mm, that makes sense that makes sense okay so now we're moving on to travel Mm -hmm. how does traveling make you feel happy I love traveling it's like my favorite thing to do (laughs) um like for me traveling is like I I think it's because traveling, I always used to travel with my mom and uh, either one of my brothers. When Marvin was in Borneo, it was just Marlon. Mm-hmm. So it was always, I'm looking after this one. I'm trying to get my mom to stay calm and not worry that we're going to miss our flight. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's like, so I've always had like this um, stress attached to traveling, you know? Yeah, so no, I like, get that. I don't like the process I like the destination. I like getting sense. to the destination, you know? I think my family are, like, relatively calm travelers. I think because we've traveled, like, a lot together. Mm. Yeah. It's, like, it's a very sort of... I mean, everybody knows how everybody behaves when they travel. Yeah. Like, if I was to travel and Timmy or Tammy or whatever is annoyed, just leave them in their corner by themselves and let them calm themselves down. Rather, <laughs> than engaging, rather than engaging with it. Like, traveling is a stressful process anyway. So I feel like if you just try and make it as stress-free for yourself as possible... It's easy. I honestly like like traveling by myself. By traveling mm. by myself, I mean like obviously I like getting to the destination. There are people there, but like I mean like yeah. the process of going to the airport and getting on the plane, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I like doing it by myself because it's just like stressful. Stressful, yeah. I guess. But traveling with my friends, I like that. That's easy. I feel like we all just like understand no, like, but, each other. Yeah. Like traveling with my best friends, like it's easy because we all understand each other. Traveling with my siblings is fine, but I feel like when it's like a lot of people at once, it can be yeah. complicated. But by then yeah. i mean i wouldn't travel with anybody i don't know well basically yeah that makes sense because you never know how people would like react at like certain points like oh my gosh like all those people who f- constantly forget one or two things at each stop and you're like yeah. why didn't you just put it in your bag exactly. or like, it's like we're not we're not going back to go and look for your passport if you like, oh like-, <laughs> like your tickets your problem honestly yeah. you know so the second one is tips for traveling that people don't really know about that you've gathered. Mm, tips for traveling. Ooh, that's a good one. I think um, books. Like if you're traveling long haul, books, yeah. reading, um, or like podcasts or whatever, I always pre-download music because obviously you have to be open on flight mode unless there's Wi-Fi yeah. on the flight, obviously. Um, pre-downloading music, pre-downloading podcasts to listen to. Um, I also always take like small travel bottles with like my skin if I'm traveling if it's a night flight I'll take small travel bottles with my um skincare in it and then like I can wash my face and do my whole routine on the plane so I don't arrive at my destination looking like disgusting and tired um (laughs) walking around because when you fly um obviously your body goes through like a lot like yeah pressure and stuff like that so walking around like travel socks you can get those like socks that make sure you don't get like build up of like fluid and pressure in your legs and stuff like that um yeah like eye masks things like that Mm. i'd say also for the listeners to wear light 
things like don't oh yeah um, like don't don't overdress like it really stresses me out when people like wear heels to the airports like why would you do that like (laughs) i like i've seen people right and this is like i just don't understand what you're dressing up to the airport for because it's still you that's going to try and take off the whole winter jacket you decided to wear on on the plane like um some people would wear heels and some people would wear like it's honestly know. just obviously like if you're going on a business trip like okay heels are fine but i feel like it's honestly all about just being like comfortable, comfortable. you know what i mean yeah like yeah. you don't want to be like uncomfortable on the flight like i don't believe in traveling in jeans i used to do yeah. when i was younger because my parents always used to put me in jeans <laughs> but i don't like believe in traveling in jeans i just think it's such a bizarre concept like it's not comfortable yeah um yeah. so yeah just like comfort first obviously no one's really looking at you like that in the end mm, actually at least i don't think so yeah Except you meet that boy on the plane and then you look like <laughs> trash. <laughs> you look like trash, but he's just uh, He probably guy, looks like trash like... too, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, third, funny experiences. And I feel like this is going to be a long one, but like, let's do one, but like, funny experiences from like any one of your trips, like, at all. I'm trying to think. Oh my God, there's like a lot of them, and I can't really think of them off the top of my head. Um, Hmm. oh when i went to um mexico most recently in june my friends and i did like a tiktok of like who would get the most drugs that was really fun i really enjoyed that it was really funny (laughs) i think one one of my uh funniest like i this was when i was really really young Mm -hmm. and my i was just we were going to dubai my mom and i and for the sole purpose of shopping as well <laughs> and we were just sitting down in the airport and a woman came and she was like oh ma'am do you know where to get chocolates mm-hmm. and my mom was like oh yeah I think down that way and I heard <laughs> I heard do you want chocolates and yeah there were some technical difficulties guys but we're back <laughs> And yeah, so just a little bit of a recap about what happened. Um, so the woman came and she asked my mom where she could get the chocolate from. And my mom said, down the aisle. Mm-hmm. And then I heard, do you want chocolate? And I just figured my mom wanted me to go with her, which is why she pointed in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> so the woman... And, and I just, my mom just looked to the left, I think, to, because uh, my baby brother was in the stroller. Mm-hmm. So she just looked to the left and was trying to, like, figure out why he was crying. And then I was off with the woman. And I was just talking to the lady. You know, she didn't even send me back. She didn't even, she just continued to walk with me. <laughs> like, I was just, I, I was like, I was like, um, do you have a daughter my age? Um... What kind of chocolates are we getting? And your um, mom didn't say anything. M- my mom wasn't there now. You know, she was still seated. And the woman just, like, you know, she was answering my questions. And we're just going. We almost got to the end of the airport. We just kept walking. And my mom was wondering where I was. Because she just looked left and looked right. And I wasn't there anymore. So I just saw my mom running towards me like and i was so confused <laughs> like i was so confused 
And then she was shouting at me and she was like, and she looked at the woman and she said, I hope God forgives you Why for what you've just done. Kidnap you. Yes, like, because, like, you know, the thing is, it's not even, okay, maybe the woman didn't even have any bad intentions. Yeah. But like when she noticed that a five-year-old was following her without, <laughs> I, like, what, what? You didn't say, oh, go back to your mom or like, babes, ha- what are you doing here? That's she so just, funny. Like, she just, I was just like, like, even now that I'm thinking about it, what kind of person was that? Because a random kid was following you to the chocolate store and you just didn't say anything. You just went along with it. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go. That's really funny. <laughs> like, I was like, bro, but like, um, do you have any funny experiences come to your head? Um, I'm trying to think. I haven't had any travel experiences that are as interesting as that one. I guess I'm trying to think. Um, hmm. Oh, I think most recently, I guess when we were just in Greece, um, we were, we went out like for the day on like a boat trip and we had like the, there were like a lot of different like toys and floaties and stuff like that on the boat. So um, my sister wanted to use the paddle board. She wanted yeah. to use the paddle board. So she told us she could use the board by herself. We were all just like, I mean, obviously you can't, but I mean, if you say mm. you can, you can, but like just wait for someone to come with you. Yeah. So we were all just talking and stuff. And then we turned around and realized like we couldn't see her or hear her anymore. We didn't know like literally where she'd gone. And we looked out like a good like 200 meters like into the ocean. And she'd just taken the paddle board and gone. And the wind had blown her like far away, like the middle of the ocean. Oh my God. <laughs> and, she was, and she was like, so we could, when everybody was quiet, we could actually hear her like crying because we were like, for the first like five minutes, we were like, where's this babe? And then we started looking around the boat. She wasn't there. And then we looked into the ocean and we were just like, oh my God, like she's actually just on the paddleboard in the middle of the ocean. So they had to send like um, someone to basically go and rescue her. When she came back, she was like laughing. But I mean, she was crying when she was there. But when she came back, she was laughing. But it was really I mean, funny. like I would be <laughs> crying like, because I, the ocean scares me because anything <laughs> can happen. Like anything can happen and any life form <laughs> could be there. I mean, nobody sent her there. So, you know, she went there by herself. So it's really her fault. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, but she's like, you know, in her mind, she was like, yeah, I can do this 100%. And the, yeah, way exactly. things look, the way things look are different from the way things eventually are. So I'm sure exactly. like, it looks so easy. I just felt like <laughs> it would it would be so nice to take pictures. Just a walk stuff. in the park. No, yes. <laughs> and it ended up being something else. Let me go back to the questions. Um, So... How would you say traveling helped you see the beauty of life? That's a really good question. I think um, everywhere is so different. And I think I've been lucky enough to go to so many different places and have like so many different experiences and really like experience. Obviously, like I live in a city the whole time and everybody's, I guess when you're living in a city and you're working and you're going to school, etc., your head gets so congested with so much information that you don't really even have like a moment to just kind of sit and like enjoy yeah. nature and just like enjoy like the beauty that is the world and enjoy like just like how like looking at, I don't know, even, even like looking at land and land formations and mountains yeah. and oceans and how like vast everything is. It kind of puts into perspective how like 
as much as your problems matter and everybody has problems, it puts into perspective how small those problems are compared yeah. to how big the world is and how like no condition is permanent kind of thing. Everything yeah. changes just the way sort of nature changes constantly. So yeah. It's that was so wise, Toby. That was so good. <laughs> that was really good. Like I I like feeling I like going to very, very different places like Maybe all those places that like a small road, like that's facing a mountain. And you're like, yeah, I hope you guys know that we're just beings on a planet at the end of the day. You know, like I like feeling small because then you realize that everything that you're stressing over really doesn't matter that much. Exactly. Um, The best trip you've been on and why? The best trip I've been on... Mm. Oh my gosh. Um I think two thousand and nine was it two thousand and nine or two thousand and eight? My uncle turned fifty, my late uncle, he turned fifty and um we went we did like a massive family trip with like all of my cousins. I have a lot of cousins. All of yeah. my cousins and like all my siblings and my uncles and aunties and my grandparents and like their friends and stuff like that. And we did like a massive family trip to Bodrum in Turkey. And I have, like, so many just, like, amazing memories from that trip. It was, like, I think it was actually the last time we did, like, a massive family trip like that because my uncle passed shortly after. But um, mm. it was, like, I'm so the sorry. best trip, like, I've ever been on in my life. Like, I had so much fun. And I think, like, even to this day, like, when I talk to my cousins and stuff, like, we have so many me- memories from that trip. We just, like, reminisce about it all the time. I'm always, like, oh, like, I hope, like, when we're older and we have kids, like, we can take our kids on a trip like that because it was really fun. Um, I feel first of all, I'm so sorry for your loss, and Thank you. I'm happy that you guys had that memory, you know. Yeah, like, I'm sure that was what he wanted when he uh wanted all of you people to be in the same place. Yeah, it was so just like that the joy together. of family, yeah, is exactly. something that death cannot take away from you. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So, um, what else? I was about to say something, but I forgot. I we have fun watching you <laughs> live vicariously through you most of the times like your tiktoks like with maya and like just when you guys travel and when you guys go somewhere mm-hmm. like the picnic that you did i was like i looked at my best friend abigail and i was like we have to do this you know <laughs> <laughs> we have to go when we go to canada for school at least like let's take out the weekend yeah to have a picnic you know yeah stuff like that is fun like I just like doing like fun stuff with my friends I feel like every moment because I feel like something that a lot of people forget is like social media has kind of just ruined like the way we live like our lives and stuff like that not every moment has to be like a photograph moment so obviously there's some stuff that I post on social media that I do with my friends but like a lot of it is just like I will literally be like like my best friends like mine and sure I'll literally be on the phone with mine and sure until like god knows what hour in the morning just like talking and laughing and just like building like proper connections with your friends and with your family yeah. stuff like that is so much more important than anything you could show on social media but i guess it's also nice to show the highlights as well i think yeah sometimes it's like i feel like whenever i post it's like like my own reason for posting things is like yeah this happened but like sometimes posting it just gives me the gratification that someone else can be happy that or like have ideas to do this yeah as well exactly. with their friends you know exactly and like doing like just put like this pride that comes with posting something that you've done and you're happy with like posting anything i'm happy with like sometimes 
I post selfies with my friends or I post like just when I because I went out for a party yesterday and just posting the highlights just made me feel so happy like I can look back at it and say wow yeah that happened yeah like I did that one yeah yeah um now we're going on to press now Mm -hmm. (laughs) so excited so the first (laughs) thing okay then these questions are first impressions what was your first impression when we met in Lagos I thought you were so cute. Like, you were so sweet. (laughs) I just thought you were really sweet and really kind and just, like, so lovely. Very charming. (laughs) I was hyperventilating (laughs) when I saw you. um, Because I was telling my friend Andrea recently. Shout out to Andrea because she's probably going to listen to the whole bit of this because she's a big (laughs) fan of yours as well. I was telling her when I met you, I was trying my best not to sound or look like a very like weird fan (laughs) like (laughs) i was trying to be as subtle as possible and be like okay she probably doesn't want somebody to um like love bomb her and say oh my god i've been following you since this time and (laughs) i just and i was like you know what i'll just keep calm to like later you know and even that later i was still scared but you were sitting down beside the pool i guess so i came and i was like oh hi um (laughs) i've been following and i couldn't even like stop rambling i was i went on and i was like oh i've been following you since 2015 i've been like literally i've liked literally all of your posts i was i literally i I remember the day when you graduated from your or where you were at usc for um (laughs) psychology and i was just i was like seeing you in person was literally you know because when we were in life, well, that's my high school. Yeah. Um, they started switching out our notes for uh, tablets instead. Mm-hmm. So um, my tablets for like an entire session, a picture of you was my lock screen, my friend oh. and I. <laughs> and Jaws, and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? What if we meet her one day? And Jaws was like, where? <laughs> where? <laughs> where do you, where would you, you know, and we ended up because we love your sister and you like like for a while like you guys are are icons oh thank you but that was my first impression as well and then it was just like that night was so magical like first we we were talking there and then we ended up going to um that place that yeah yeah i was like i (laughs) and then we're talking about your little sister yeah we're talking about your little sister and how she's my age and we should probably start talking and I was like I just felt so happy to be in that space because everything just seemed unrealistic this seems surreal you know (laughs) that's so sweet um then what's something you really like to do in your free time what do I like to do in my free time I don't even I feel like I don't even have that much free time these days but um I don't know. I really just like to see people and like see my friends. I spend like because I, I'm working and all this other stuff. Like, I feel like sometimes I spend a lot of time by myself and like get in my head. Um, yeah. I also have anxiety, so like that doesn't like help either. So seeing other people and like spending time with other people like helps me like a lot. Yeah, that that would definitely like. I feel like what most people don't understand is like for anxiety. If you're constantly alone, then definitely the thoughts will get to you. Yeah, exactly. You're just thinking about like the worst case scenario all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like my mom has anxiety. 
Yeah. She was actually diagnosed with anxiety for a while. So mm-hmm. she tries to, if, as much as I hate it, I understand because I don't like being around a lot of family members like all the time like when they come and like try and stay in your house and you're like okay when are you guys going to go home <laughs> it's time to go home <laughs> <laughs> like it's time to go home because like i'm the kind of person like of course like when it's my friends and they come for sleepovers and stuff of course it's different but when they like family members tries to stay in your room and it's like no not really <laughs> not really and my mom has a problem with that she's like why don't you want to be close to you she's never understood that she's yeah. like why don't you want to be close to your family members why don't you want to have them in your space? And I'm like, I love them. Yeah. But like But you need your own space sometimes. My own space, yes. Like... Um, another question. These are probably very, very intimate. So just feel free to like skip if you think you don't want that like in. So mm-hmm. maybe we should do it like this, because there are 20 questions here sure. on the personal. So you we'll just pick like randomly so you have yeah. one to 20 so you can pick anyone as we go okay yeah so what number are you picking uh let's pick four um have you ever lost someone close to you yeah gosh family members mm. yeah a few family members um i lost my dad in 2018 oh, so-, <laughs> so i was like when this question, I was like, I hope she hasn't lost someone that close to her, you know? Like, because yeah, it would have been... Two of my uncles and my grandpa. One of my grandpas. I'm so sorry. Like, loss is something that cannot even be described. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you lose somebody, it's co- like, it's over. Like, it's yeah. only the memories that you have and you cling on to. Yeah, but know? I think, like, putting those memories into perspective and, like, recognizing that, like, they lived whilst they were there you know what i mean and memories yeah. are important they, they're not just things that go away so memories always and as long as i guess you're thinking about people you're always kind of keeping them alive in your thoughts like i i don't ever believe that when someone's died they're actually gone yeah you know what i mean i think like as long as like people are thinking of them constantly and praying for them etc that yeah. they're always around that makes sense i mean you know in mexico they believe that the moment that people forget about a dead person that's when they're really gone yeah exactly that's why they have like the day of the dead celebration yeah yeah um next question um eight what was the best phase of your life like so far i think when i was at university i really liked when i was living in la it was definitely like it was like a very like life no i wouldn't say life-changing because I hate using the term life-changing, like, loosely. But, like, mm. I grew up a lot when I was there, basically. That makes sense. I mean, I can't wait to... I, I can't wait to go and start in September. I literally Oh, in Canada. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll have the, honestly. And Canadian people are really nice. <laughs> yeah. that's And that's what we've heard. But I just hope that that's actually true. No, it's true. They are. They're really nice. Okay. Um. Next question. Mm. I'll keep it in the low numbers too. Okay. Who is one person you tell everything? My best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I tell her literally everything. She knows like everything about my life, things that could get me in terrible trouble. So my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally that's literally me. Like I feel like I'm somebody to overshare, you know, like and that's a problem. So when <laughs> like for a while, like because 
I was in a very, very sticky and friendship problems are the ones that hit home the most. Like mm-hmm. when you don't have like an active best friend anymore, mm-hmm. like you tend to like want to tell everybody everything. And like, it's, it's just really tasking, you know, and mm-hmm. people tend to take you for granted when, you know, they're not constantly like when they hear a lot of things from you. So yeah. I guess I'm just thankful for the best friend that I have now, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, next question. Uh, 20. 20. Describe your ideal significant other. Describe my ideal significant other. Uh, someone that's like caring, that kind of looks out for me and has like my best interest at heart. Um, mm. Someone generous with their time, generous with their time in particular. Um, yeah. someone that's affirming obviously like loyal um, yeah. and just someone that like gets a lot will get along with like my family and like I'll get along with their family like I'm very 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 close to my family so that's like, yeah. yeah and also we'll get along with my friends that makes sense you know when when people ask me this question and that's a bad habit I always go to the physical attributes that I want them to have <laughs> I feel like that's like a natural thing to do, but like at the end of the day, like as much as physical attributes are important, which I'm not saying they're not, um, yeah. it's like in like someone can be literally the most attractive person you've ever seen, but like their character is just like disgusting, and you don't want to give, <laughs> don't want to have yeah. negative energy in your space. So like, why just be with somebody negative because you think they're fine? <laughs> <laughs> do you have like a specific preference? Um, what do you mean? Like, like for like physical attributes. Oh yeah, just like my my boyfriend's really tall. I just like tall people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you are tall. I'm really to not an extent. I'm really not that. Well, tall. you're taller than me. I'm so taller, guess... but like you're also not that tall either. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I just feel like everyone who's like taller than five seven is tall. I'm five seven and a half, like just barely. Damn. Maybe it was the maybe it was the heels. But yeah, the angle, heels, like, and also like I feel like I like walk very upright. Yeah. Like, I get to have good posture a lot. So, like, I think I just walk taller than I am. I love you. I'm hoping to have that posture as well. Because <laughs> I feel like I have I have really bad posture. Like, I... And, you know, your posture really affects everything. Like, the yeah, way the- you walk... Even the way you take your pictures. Because having, like, an awkward, like, posture is just... It, it destroys everything. It does. And it also, like, really affects people's perception of you. Like, if you have, like, yeah. the, the better posture you have, the more confidence you appear to other people. Yeah. Um, the next question. Mm, 14. Would you ever marry someone for their money? Absolutely not. No way in hell, no. <laughs> I can make my own money. Thank you very much. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say that you are not lacking in that aspect as well like (laughs) so why would you exactly go for i feel like i don't know that i feel like that's why people end up like in very unhappy marriages i I feel like marrying someone for their money or putting yourself in a more vulnerable position than you would expect in the first place in that yeah you can't just assume that everything is going to last forever and everything's going to be like sweet forever like things might change and like I hate to sound like a pessimist but things might change and you don't want to be in a situation where you're at somebody's mercy if you don't want to be it's like a really unhappy situation to be in when you're just reliant on somebody for their money and god forbid something should happen to the person or something should go wrong in a relationship what are you yeah what are you going to do then exactly 
and I feel like once people understand that, you know, their money is what's keeping you there, they will use that as, you know, they'll use they'll, their advantage. You get like <laughs> they will take advantage of you like one hundred percent like if you maybe maybe you slip up one day and they're like well i even pay your bill so if i don't give you the money definitely you're not going to eat and you will feel so bad because it's the truth you know exactly um the next question 12 12 have you ever broken someone's heart (laughs) probably (laughs) but like not that they told me but like i mean probably I'm sure everybody's broken someone's heart before. Yeah. I feel like, okay, maybe you've rejected someone like when they've confessed their love to you or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know if they were heartbroken, Sha. <laughs> like, I mean, if they, they probably were. Like, I feel like it takes guts to tell somebody that you like them. I guess. But also, like, at the same time, like, read the room. Like, have I ever indicated that I'm in love with you? <laughs> good that makes sense that makes sense but i mean people people just say okay what if you know what if i'm just missing the opportunity of a lifetime by now yeah you know if i don't for everybody who's listening like toby said please read the room first (laughs) (laughs) like read the room because you will be disgraced and (laughs) like i just i feel like when i was when i was younger i just felt like every body was as much of a hopeless romantic as I was so I just I felt like everybody wanted romance like diehard romance where we'd be dancing in the rain or something like that (laughs) so I always wanted to just I always had this you know optimistic look on like how everybody was going I felt like everybody was going to treat me the exact way I treated them yeah and that was like a huge slap in the face because people in the world are very selfish yeah and yeah. like and understandably so because why are you caring about someone more than yourself i feel like putting yourself first is always like the best thing but exactly. don't hurt someone else in the process exactly um your next question um 13 has your heart ever been broken honestly no i feel like i've thought i was heartbroken but actually i just wasn't like i mean yeah that's like i've like i I think i thought as in like i've texted my sister before and i've been like i think i'm heartbroken and then she's like you're not heartbroken you're just embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i feel like someone should quote that someone should quote that because that's honestly the truth because sometimes you'd be like wow did this actually happen to me yeah i feel like like it sounds really bad but like sometimes it's really just like a pride thing like it's not like actually heartbroken it's like how dare you yeah like to me exactly (laughs) um next question uh nine okay last movie that made you cry um oh i watched marley and me on the plane yesterday oh that movie always makes me cry because i love dogs (laughs) i didn't know you love dogs i love dogs like really okay, like any type of dogs, like because I just I, I, like really t- I really like small dogs. Oh no, I like big dogs. I've got a dog. I've got an American Akita, and he just looks like a panda. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. I feel like my auntie told me that if you can manage a dog, then you can probably manage a kid. I don't think that's true. Um, 
<laughs> but I guess it's pretty close because dogs are quite high maintenance too. But you yeah. don't need to send them to school. So there's like, that. I think she, what she means, obviously, like what she means by manage, I mean, like things like in the house, like. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I mean, I know a lot of people who, like, if they're thinking of having a child, will get a dog first to, like, practice. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, next question. 19. Okay. We've already done first impressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, next question. Uh, 16. Okay. What's the best advice you've ever been given? The best advice I've ever been given? Um, uh... Oh my goodness. I actually can't think of any... Like, I've been given a lot of good advice, so I can't really think. Yeah. Um, I think my dad always says, like, things will, work, things will work themselves out. Like, my dad gives really good advice all the time. I just can't think of, like, specific good advice. Yeah. <laughs> but I got yeah. good advice. Um, my Auntie Tessa mm-hmm. says they'll be all right. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> She always says that, and that just always sticks in my head. But because, it is good advice, yeah. Yeah, like, and or at the end of the day, like, and this is what I always say, and I feel like people have grown annoyed by how much I say it, because I always say, at the end of the day, I'll still die, so none of this matters. Oh, my God. And I always <laughs> say that, and people are like, oh, my gosh, really? Because I, <laughs> I've lived on, like, you'd be surprised how many like sad situations that has gotten me out of mm. but at the same time like something can just be like yeah but you're suffering right now <laughs> yeah you're suffering right now so that is it's still bad but it's like you know at the end of the day nothing really matters yeah like nothing's like, permanent nothing is permanent at the end of the day so what you would stress over right now if it's not going to matter in five years let it not matter for five seconds exactly that's good advice yeah, so uh next question. Um what number have I done? Six. Six. How long is the longest you've had feelings for someone? Like like feelings for someone, like you've had a crush on someone. How long? Like a crush? Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, or like feeling. I don't know. They just were feelings there. Just like feelings, I guess like t- two two years and counting, I guess. Yeah, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Like, were you guys dating? Yeah, yeah, my boyfriend. Oh, okay. I really hope that you guys get married. <laughs> I really Slow down, there's still time. <laughs> of course, but it's like, I mean, you, like, even the way you speak about him, like, the way you spoke about him on the car ride to Hotbox, like, <laughs> it was like, Oh, like, and then you're one of the, <laughs> the many people, one of the few people, sorry, that don't say men are trash. I mean, like, they can yeah. be, but like, of course, men, men, like, men are, men are, you can't just assume that men are just nice all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like, like, I got a good one, thank God, but like, men can be trash too. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, do you, this is like a leading question, do you mm-hmm. believe that like girls should hide their men? <laughs> I mean, it really depends. Like, what do you mean hide them? And like, what? Like, there's the some people. There's some people that will never let you. Like, you will never see a picture of him. They will never talk about him just because they're scared that someone will take him away. If you're scared that someone will take him away, then that's not 
you shouldn't be with that person because how can like that that's not just on the other person it's also on them if you're scared that yeah. if you think someone can take your guy away and you too you also think your guy will follow them why are you with him in the first place yeah do you know what i mean i don't i don't believe in like i wouldn't say hiding like i personally just like don't post my boyfriend everywhere that's just because i think that like my relationship is my relationship and i'm already i i I always say this to people that i don't like the word influencer but i'm already an influencer in quotation marks anyway like i share enough of my life there are also parts of my life i like to keep private including that's completely understandable and so i think like why would i like post him like everywhere but yeah. I'm not not posting because I'm scared somebody's going to steal him. Like, believe, yeah. in, believe in your own source. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, next question. Uh, seven. Would you rather go to the movies or watch movies at home? Watch movies at home. Literally. And I was talking to my friend Michael yesterday and I said if you take me to the cinema, like, if I'm not going there with, like, my significant other or, like, I'm not going there with friends and I, I would never go to the cinema by myself to watch a movie. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. I can't go by myself. I mean, it depends. Like, if I really want to see a movie and I know it's not out on, like... Like, yeah. if I going to see, like, Black Panther, for example, like, it would make sense to go out to see the cinema. Yeah. But preferably, I think, maybe at home. Yeah. I'd probably sleep off <laughs> and, you know what? I probably sleep off. That's probably why I would go with like someone. Um, yeah. So next question. Um, five. Favorite holiday and why? Yeah. Oh, I just told. I told you. Um, twenty nineteen, two thousand and nine. Sorry. Um, Turkey with my family. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Um. Uh, what number next? Seventeen. Okay, what's the biggest lie you told someone? I can't say that, sorry. <laughs> I can't share that. That's understandable because then definitely they would now know. So. Yeah, I can't share. Um, 18. <laughs> um, if you had an hour left to live, what mm-hmm. would you do? Um, I think I would just like gather all my friends and family in like a room and just like, like have like a party and like talk and stuff. That makes sense. I feel like you'd be crying though, like throughout. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I would definitely be crying. <laughs> um, what else? Ooh, um, what questions? What numbers haven't I done? I feel like we might have just done everything. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but there are more though. Okay. But these ones are tailored. Let me see. Um. Okay. Because I'm getting these from, like, my own questions and Pinterest as well. Okay. So, are you, like, an avid Pinterest user? Not really, no. I think I'm obsessed with Pinterest. Like, I, <laughs> that's all I do with my time. Like, I like going on Pinterest sometimes for inspiration, but I wouldn't say, like, I spend, like, hours on Pinterest. Yeah. I, I have, like, a number of boards. I have a number of boards. So, <laughs> like, I always save and then I coordinates each and i'm just like what am i doing this for though because <laughs> if i want something I, I will still go to search so like you know i feel like it's just a coping mechanism for me <laughs> it's like therapeutic i guess yeah yeah okay these are other okay so um da, da. if you could describe 
me in three words, what, what would you be? I think um, driven, uh, talented, obviously, um, and kind, obviously. You're a very kind person, I think. Thank you. He said, I think, I mean, obviously, because you don't really know me as well. Now, yeah, this is the second question. Um, what do you love the most about yourself? Um, I think I'm, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I think, I think I'm just like a nice person. <laughs> Yeah. Like, whenever I say this to people, they're always like, oh, like, that's such an easy way out. But I think I'm actually just a nice person or, like, a kind person, rather. I mean, like, being kind is such a, like, it's such a valuable attribute, do you get? Because they're not a lot of people who would, like, be kind to others, do you get? Exactly. Everybody's trying to form meanness and bad bitch, was like, <laughs> like just be kind okay like yeah like it's not always about one-upping somebody else or being better yeah. than somebody else i think like honestly just being a nice person goes and like people want you around when like sometimes it's the positive nice people that people want around hello just put it on do not disturb i <laughs> I, I, I was about to say that <laughs> um yeah i said i would describe you as very beautiful oh. tactical and um What's the word? Hmm. I think influential. But you don't like the word influencer, so. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's what I would say. Um, let me go back to the questions. Hopefully, we don't have any more technical difficulties. Um, can you hear me? Just let me know if. Okay, so your biggest fear. Um. I think my biggest fear is like not having any direction. And by that, I mean mm. things like um, not having any like direction in life, like not having like something to work towards or like any like goals to work towards or anything like that. I just don't like feeling like I'm like flailing and just like lost. In the middle, like useless. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's, I think for me, I just really. I get really scared when I'm not doing anything. I just, I always want to have something notable doing, you know? Like, I just never want to feel like my life isn't, like, going where I want it to go. Exactly. Yeah. My friend Chantal, she said, your hustle is everything. Like, even when she was on her sick bed, she was still working. You know? It is. It is. She's definitely um, right. Let me see another question. Since I can't go anywhere. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. What's one thing you wish people knew about you, but they don't? Um, I actually don't think there's anything. I'm content with the amount of stuff that people know about me. I, I just don't like feeling like, I mean, as much as I like sort of doing the Instagram thing and stuff like that, I just don't like feeling like people know too much about me. Yeah. Um, because there are stuff that like I want to, there is stuff rather that I want to keep to yourself, keep to myself for myself, and I just don't think that like, as much as I, I feel like what happens sometimes is that when you share too much about your life and stuff like that, people become too familiar, um, and I don't like people that are too familiar. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I think yeah. the amounts that I have to myself, I'm content with this. Yeah, I think I'm really scared of like um, acting over familiar with people. So when I feel like someone just like you know, I I just try and pull back. Like if I yeah. notice that um, you're just I'm like oh, okay, I think my limit has been reached. Let me just exactly. recoil back into where I was, you know. So I because yeah. over familiarity like really upsets people, and it yeah. just it makes you look somehow it makes you look really pushy, and yeah. all of that, you know. Exactly. Um, what else can I? Okay, describe like your, like a, like a space, like your live, like your ideal living space. Um, ooh, my ideal living space. As much as I like seeing people, I do like being by myself. I don't. I wouldn't say like by living space. You mean like my room? Like, like your living space, as per like a house, you would want oh, to. Okay. Like, so that can be location, um, that can be, like, how the house looks like. Um, I think I would like, like, a house somewhere, like, up on, like, in, like, the hills. So, like, when I was, like, in LA, I, a lot of my friends had, like, houses that were, like, in, like, the hills and, like, Malibu or, like, places like that, where it's, like, high up, just, like, overlooking the ocean mm. and stuff like that. That's I really so like cute. those kinds of locations. Have you, you've watched Love, Rosie, right? Yeah. You remember that hotel that Rosie ended up building at the end? Yeah, yeah. For a long time, I I wanted to just be there. Like it was so beautiful. <laughs> like it was like those houses that overlook the ocean are something that people can, like. It's it's just wonderful. Like hearing the waves crash on rocks. Yeah, exactly. Know. Um, what's your favorite book? Mm, I'm reading a book right now called The Silent Patient that my friend lent me. And it's really interesting. I really like it. I like Ooh, Like, how how much have you gone, like? I'm almost at the end. Do you like it so far? And what's it about? Yeah, I love it. It's basically, it's essentially about this woman who, I don't want to give too much away in case anybody wants to read it, but it's essentially about this woman who is accused of killing her husband and she's been put in, like, a mental, like, asylum. Um, she's been institutionalized. And it's basically finding out why she did it because like they were supposed to be having like such a happy couple she's like a painter yeah. and he's like a teacher or something like that and it's basically finding out why one day he came home and she just randomly killed him wow i'm definitely going to but you know at the same time i'll say i'm going to read it but like i like reading like cozy warm books that like <laughs> life. you know because you, you just i don't know there's something about like having books like comfort books that just take you away from what life is throwing at you yeah, no, I hear you. I get like that. I'm reading this book called EXO EXO. Oh, and um, beautiful people. Oh, I know beautiful people. Like, I, that book is so calming. It like, is. there's just something about it that adds to like the general ambience of that. I'm so sorry. That adds to the general ambience of um, like I don't know how to put it. Like, um. There's a part in the book that I just really like, and I feel like it's the it's the fact that you can describe the book to anyone like you're talking about everyday life. Like there's nothing too exaggerated. Yeah. So, um, so first, like what are like your tips for skin? Um, I think I'm always one of those people who like, when I go out, when I get home, regardless of 
how drunk I am or whatever, especially in the evening, I yeah. always, always, always do my full skincare routine. I always take off my makeup before I go to bed, wash my I'm getting really into like Korean skincare. Um, yes. So I do a full like 10 step routine. I drink like a lot mm. of water. I feel like people underestimate how much like your lifestyle choices affect your skin. So like drinking water, mm-hmm. like exercising. Um, I think like a lot of people always say like genetics goes into good skin, but like genetically, I just don't have like that great skin. It's not like naturally, yeah. we're just good at looking after our skin, I'd say. Um, so yeah, just like making like healthy choices, eating well, you know, drinking well, um, exercising well, like doing a skincare routine or having a skincare routine that suits you. Because I think like with a lot of people, it's like, oh, I want to try this thing because this person has tried it. But those ingredients may not work on your face as you do on other people's faces. So it's really yeah. a method of trial and error, I think. That makes sense. Um, what's your favorite skincare brand at the moment? Uh, at the moment, it's Ren. They send me, so I'm on their PR mailing list, so they send me, like, a few things, and they sent me, like, basically a complete skincare routine to try. Um, wow. And I've, been really, really, I've always used, like, their toner and stuff, their brightening toner and, like, their glow serum and stuff. It just makes my skin look, like, glowy all the time, which I love, because who doesn't want to Yeah, <laughs> you can see in your makeup as well. Thank you. I, yeah, I really like how your makeup always stands out, and it's, like, not cakey at all. Thank you. I don't ever yeah. use like that much makeup to be honest with you. I don't like like yeah. feeling like my face is like like I'm wearing a mask basically. Heavy. <laughs> um, so mm. I keep my makeup yeah. minimum just like concealer. If I have to wear foundation, then like just like a li- very light layer of foundation and whatever else goes on top. Yeah, that makes sense. I just basically use foundation and the planner and highlights. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you really don't yeah. need much else. I also like blush. I love blush yeah blush really adds to everything it just makes everything look cute you know exactly it makes everything look cute um yeah so for like how was i was about to say something i just really just like left me just now <laughs> but okay yes i really wanted to because i feel like right now everybody like on tiktok i've been seeing trends like oh friends are rubbish i shouldn't have any friends like what are like some tips for like picking good friends and like maintaining relationships and things like that um that's a good question I think like luckily for me I've never actually had like a friendship heartbreak I guess you could call Mm. it um it's very rare that like I lose friends and I think like my friends are all very like I have like a lot of close friends and I have like best friends obviously but like my Mm. friends are all very similar to me and we have like similar values like I feel like I, I never have picked my friends based on like aesthetic reasons or like yeah um um you know like this person can do this for me or this person can do that for me I just like people that have a very genuine like heart and a very good heart and I think um yeah. for me it's always been sort of like almost like a some usually when I meet people like them or not like I, it's almost like a I, I'd call it like a sixth sense where like some people's spirit just doesn't sit well with me and some people's spirit sits very, very comfortably mm. with me. And if your spirit fits very com- sits very comfortably with me, rather, then, like, I can see a friendship yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Who are genuinely good people. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like um, you can just tell from someone's energy 
if they're going to vibe with you or if they're going to be people who impact in your life. And by the grace of God, like God has always just brought people who have helped me and people who are meant for me. Like that doesn't, that's not to say that um, I've not had like people who I've fallen out with because I just realized that maybe it's like the wrong person, wrong time type of thing. Yeah. Um, like some, like I used to have this really, really close friend and I just realized, wow, this person is not in any way adding to me or is not in any way like, like it felt like I was, it was a chore being in the friendship. Yeah. Like, you know, I just had to constantly force myself to like, um, uh, try and show her like love because, you know, and the, our conversations were never funny or fun. It was never encouraging or supporting. Like it was just, it was like, just there. Yeah, no, I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like with like friends and stuff like that, I've always believed, I don't believe in like two dimensional friendships. I think like you should be able to tell your friends the truth. If your friends have done something wrong, you should be able to tell them the truth without them taking it to heart and like deeping it as yeah. like this person is being mean to me. Cause for me, I wouldn't tell somebody the truth about something if I didn't genuinely care about them. And I think yeah. like in all friendships, you should be prepared to rock the boots if your friend has done something that upsets you. And I feel like that's like the downfall of a lot, the downfall of a lot of friendships where people yeah. are just something happens and you just let it go. Like if my friend does something yeah. I don't like, I'm gonna tell them I don't like it. I won't just pretend it never happened because that's how like yeah. anger and like irritation and hatred starts to fester and then it develops into something way bigger than it has to be when it just started off yeah. as something so like minor and small. That makes sense. And I, I feel like also like this just doesn't even apply to just friendships because when you're um, in a relationship now, like even just like a romantic relationship with your significant other, mm-hmm. when you keep quiet about one thing, um, it may not even be deliberately like they will do it again because you didn't yeah. pick up the first time. You yeah, didn't exactly. say, I don't like this. So they just think, oh, yeah, that's she's probably okay with that. And you continue to take that over and over again until it becomes something that you can't bear and you end things with the person exactly so to stop failed relationships just speak up speak out and if they are really for you they'll take everything you're saying into consideration and yeah everything will be fine exactly um i was about to say something else okay um do you have any tips for instagram and like for like posting and like pictures and stuff um that's a good question I have like a very like up and down relationship with Instagram sometimes like I hate posting because like I hate knowing what's happening in my life (laughs) sometimes I feel like I'm (laughs) engaged um in terms of taking pictures and stuff like that it's like you know your angles by testing your angles you know what I mean like I wake up one day and know how to post on Instagram like I would look I would take pictures and I'd be like oh well I like the way this looks or I like the way that looks or I do like the way this looks do like the way that looks and I feel like for example, like I take a lot of my sister's pictures and she takes a lot of my pictures. If she wants to do like a full body picture, I know that she likes it from a higher angle and she knows I like it from a lower angle because I like to look taller and she's already tall. It's just things like that. It's yeah. like you just like know what works for you. And I feel like the other thing is like really just like, being like yourself. I don't believe in copying anybody else's. Like I said this earlier, but I don't believe in copying anybody else's like aesthetic and copying anybody else's because it's not authentic to you. And if it's not authentic, then it can't be sustained. Yeah. That makes I'll a find lot like, of sense. For you. Yeah, I feel like that that should also be quoted, and I'll probably put that in a snippet. But like, <laughs> it's when you have 
when you have um when you have to derive something from somebody else it's never truly be yours exactly. so you end up trying to always like um derive 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 and like it's okay to draw inspiration from like i'm not saying there's anything wrong with drawing inspiration from but you can't like take over not really take someone else's yeah you can't absorb somebody else's like story or somebody else's life even like the way some people post on instagram and the types of things that they post etc etc you might think that you emulating that is going to make you get to the same like position as them but like you never know somebody else's story and how they got there in the first place so you can't just like assume that everything they do is going to work exactly the same way it works for you like I remember when I first started doing this whole like Instagram thing and people would message me and be like how did you get so many followers I don't know it just happened I like I can't think of like this (laughs) formula I just know that one day I just started getting followers and then I kept on getting followers and then it just happened I I didn't have a formula or anything like that I just know that like, I was posting things that I like and then like I was posting yeah. with myself that I like and other people happen to like them. But I was also posting what was like authentic to me, you know? Mm. I mean, you're one of the few like <laughs> lucky people because people have to put hashtags in. People have to make sure that they get some people's explore pages. Yeah. They have to repost. They have to boost. And yeah. pay proper money for the boosting as well. So exactly. it's like, I mean well like i feel like when you're staying true to yourself um everything else gets added to you like um most of the episodes that did really well were the episodes where i was literally just having the most fun exactly like for this podcast like the um i did one with a very popular tiktok boy group and because they all came to the studio and i was so excited so we were just rambling and laughing and they ended up having like the highest views because it's like yeah i was just laughing and doing what was fun and i saw this quote that's like when you when you take fun and make it a a job then you start to fail exactly yeah exactly. um i'm i'm trying to think of something else to ask um when i was writing these i just thought we were just going to go on and on and on um yeah workouts you i also used to follow tone with toby Mm -hmm. and what gives you the motivation to work out every day i just like it like i feel like i i'm past the point where i'm like oh this is an aesthetic thing like obviously i'm not gonna lie like I'm working out yeah. I want to like the way I look right yeah. um but it actually just makes me like happy to exercise I feel like when I do work out during the day yeah I like to work out first in the morning like it's literally the perfect way to start like my day and um when I work out like during the day like in the morning sorry it makes mm. me I, I feel like I'm just more like lively and more like more like present sort of during the day as opposed to when I don't like I've noticed that like when I don't work out I'm just way more tired which you would think it would be the other way around right but when I do work out I feel just like way more tired and like lethargic throughout the day whereas when I do I feel more like just lively and like happier and just yeah but I feel like it it makes my body feel different apart from apart from like the aesthetic thing like I said like it just makes my body feel like different like I feel like internally and externally healthier 
and I feel like working out just like it, it affects so many different things. Yeah. Mm. But also, it's also you... been like part of like everything I've done since I was little. Like I've been working yeah. out since I was like eight. So it's not yeah. anything new. It's just like part of my routine. And if I don't do it, it feels weird. That makes sense. I really wish I I built that. I've I've had like a love hate relationship with working out because when I was in boarding school, we didn't have um gadgets, we didn't have our phones, so I was literally forced to find something that would be a routine other than what the school had given us. Yeah. And I was I also wanted like an idea. I I had an ideal body type in my head, so I would. I literally printed out different workout routines and my best friend used to like train with me and like she wouldn't let me sleep if I didn't. <laughs> so it was, that was how it was throughout like almost the whole of um, the 12th grade. And it was, but when I got back home and there was TikTok and just, okay, yeah, I'll work out soon. Let me just do my, yeah yeah you, you get know, like sidetracked just... with all this other stuff yeah. and like you kind of forget to work out but it's like yeah. I feel like uh, the mistake that I feel like a lot of people make is like they make it like a whole like they make going to the gym or like even working out like a whole thing like it doesn't have to be like a whole thing literally just when I was working I mean obviously now like my condition with my job and everything has changed but when I was yeah. when I had like an office in quotation marks job because it was never really an office job but when I had like an yeah. office job um I would carve out like it, de- it depended on when I woke up so say like work starts at nine o'clock mm. say I would get up at like seven and work out for an hour until eight and then like shower prep for work etc etc mm. or I would wake up at like eight work out for 30 minutes until 8 30 and then shower and prep for work so it really doesn't have to be that long it really just depends on what you're doing not the amount of time you're doing it for um, you can get a good workout in 15 minutes. Sometimes I literally just work out for 15 minutes and go. But as long as like <laughs> I feel good, like I know yeah. I've done something. I don't have to be there. I don't believe in spending more than an hour and a half in the gym personally. Like, why would anyone? Like, I mean, it's just not no necessary. Hate, like, no hate to anybody, but like, even to spend that one hour, I'm just like, oh, okay. I I probably just get so tired and like. I'm saying, like, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, you can cut the time yeah. down and just like get a good workout in a short amount of time. It's not about being like there for hours on hours yeah. on hours. As long as you but know some what people you're doing just when you get there. Stay there. Yeah, some I know some people stay there. there. But sometimes I feel like people do that because like they don't know what they went there to do in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> I always write everything down that yeah. I'm going to do at the gym before like I write my whole week down at the beginning of the week and so that way yes. I know what I'm gonna do like every day so I know how much time I need or about how much time I need for everything as opposed to yeah. like just going there and wandering around like oh like I wonder what this machine does <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wonder what this machine does like I mean like I write to-do lists for every day because I just I lose my mind whenever I have things to do and there's no to-do list like I I don't know how people do that and people think I'm crazy when I because I always walk around with a book or like something like I I find like um and no hate to anybody who does that it's like I can't just it doesn't work for me like using um digital reminders Mm. I like writing down what I have to do is more effective for me because crossing it out just feels so gratifying exactly like it just feels like better than like, like, like you feel like you've like, like completed something and done something yes yes mm. like i used to have 
my mom i think my mom had a problem with that at some point or like one of my friends like i would write specific like <laughs> let's see i got to a point where like i think i actually had a problem <laughs> like let's say my mom would be like oh uh could you um close my door when you get upstairs the small nose part in my in my in my back pockets i would write it down and i would be walking <laughs> upstairs like i just always <laughs> it would be some like i always wanted to do that i always wanted to have it at the back of my mind that i was getting something done it just it was a coping mechanism as well yeah no it's good it's good i mean it's not a bad thing unless you're doing it like completely obsessively all the time like <laughs> yeah I say it's like a bad thing yeah i was about to say something yeah for the girlies that are listening most of us are just about to go to uni mm-hmm. oh, yeah so like just specific and i'll just break it down into different sections for like advice for starting uni um first of all like clothes wise like because i'm like we don't have any uniforms anymore <laughs> <laughs> so it's like we're going to go there and have to wear like a different fit every single day yeah and that's going to i'm going to i probably going to lose my mind i mean i think it's like a comfort thing like for me like when my dressing up etc etc was for the weekends school's not a fashion show you're going there to go and get that you're supposed yeah. to unless of course you're doing a degree in fashion um but i think like it's really just like comfort first like i mean i was in like such a because i was in a different i suppose like a different position to a lot of my friends i went to university i went to university in somewhere that was very very hot all the time yeah so um i guess like whatever makes you comfortable like i mean i used to wear shorts class but i know some people don't want to do that because it makes them uncomfortable but I would wear shorts, yeah. I would wear trackies, I would wear jeans, or like I would wear like a dress or whatever it is. It's just like comfort first because you don't want to be like in class, like adjusting yourself and all sorts yeah. of things. Like, obviously, I know, I feel like I know what people are going to say next. Like, oh, what about like, you know, you want to meet like a boy in class and blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> you can still look cute and be comfortable. Like, you don't have to get like all dressed up. Like, <laughs> yeah. You and it's like if you do that cute. every single day and you just you you tie yourself out and the you can't that you it. Like the day that you go into class with no makeup, everyone will be scared. Like no. <laughs> I feel like I like for uni, everybody should wear like the first day of school. My friend Sata told me that if you wear, if you overdress the first day of school, you have to kind of keep that up. So you should just wear something like neutral, wear something. Like not too bad and not too good at the same time, just so that you can keep that up. And if yeah, you like just don't wear anything that's too showy, like no one wants yeah. to. Be, obviously, like I guess, like you shouldn't care what people think about you. But at the same time, nobody wants to be remembered as that person that came to class in like a ball gown on the first day. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. And it's like I don't know me I, for the makeup thing. I feel like if you can't really stick to a certain routine, you shouldn't do it like you like go over the top and like have like lash extensions in and like just do and then the next day you're looking like it will it will be somehow like yeah no like i mean me like i like rarely wore makeup to class maybe like concealer and yeah that i can't really place like wearing makeup wearing makeup to class wasn't really you get stressed in class like you want to like wipe your face like you want to like hold your head and be like stressed like you want like yeah foundation marks on your hands and like foundation on your paper yeah. and stuff like that so like i don't know just like keep it cute and comfortable i think yeah 
I mean, you can still look cute, like, and there's also there's also there's always matte foundation. Okay. So, like, and then just keep it cute, keep it comfy, and like anybody who loves you will love you for you, like for the boy that you're, <laughs> you're trying to get the attention of. Exactly. Okay, so the second thing is like, how was like, how did you like manage with work, like like in school? Oh, it wasn't that hard. Like, I think. I um, I mean, I I guess like this. I mean, you know, you're going to Canada, right? So it's like it's going to be yeah. a similar, a similar situation to what I was in. But like, you get to pick your classes. Um, yeah. And like, picking like interesting classes makes all the difference. Um, yeah. Picking classes that like you're genuinely interested in, like you genuinely like. But I think like the American school system, it's very different because keeping on top of work wasn't hard. We would have like midterms and then finals so you do like an exam like halfway through the semester and then after yeah. like, you can pretty much just forget everything you learned and then the second semester you would learn something else and then do like your finals so it wasn't like that hard for me and I feel like if you have like good teachers and good teachers and stuff like that then it's not super difficult but I also used to write like because I went to boarding school as well so like at school I used to write like a lot of notes on like post you know there's like um there's like what you call them the flashcards i used to write like a lot yeah. of flashcards and, and spider diagrams like i'm a very aesthetic learner um because i'm like mm. dyslexic so it, it's easier for me to look at things as opposed to just read information so if there's like colors mm. and like things like that on it then mm. if, I, if i can like organize my notes in a way where there's like colors and i can remember things by color rather than by word and stuff like that then it's easier mm. for me so it's just about finding out like what kind of learner are you like are you a visual learner um are you like a fit like things like that you know what I mean mm. I work best under pressure and that's what I have learned like about myself and I think I would I call myself an aesthetic learner not really but like at this, I use this app called Notion oh Notion is really good I use that for work yeah I use Notion for um school I use Notion for like just trying to wrap my head around like the whole uh, school situation um, and then for my notes, I always get the, I always just write down the important stuff. Like, let's say there's like a paragraph. I will just mark a line through the part that like, just, you know, I'm just not, I'm not going to highlight my entire textbook for mm-hmm. any course. Like, and I think that just irritates me because it's just like, what is the point of the highlighter? If you're highlighting every page and everything, <laughs> like do you get, cause you're, it's highlights is the things that matter you know exactly exactly just like pulling out the important information yeah i hope that um because i'm doing journalism <laughs> i'm doing journalism and then i think i might move on to uh corporate law okay those are yeah. very different things <laughs> yeah but like for journalism there are things and structures that will like lead you into um law as well yeah so it's like um i'll be able to by god's grace because i want to make you know, for journalism, they're, they're job offers, but, like, I want to... The kind of money that I'm trying to make, I feel like... It's not necessarily in journalism. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I was doing... Re- I'm planning on having my own talk show, which is why okay. I'm starting with my podcast first. Nice. Yeah, so I'm hoping that everything falls in place with this course as well. By God's grace. Yeah. So what would you say about, like, parties and stuff like that? Like, just, like, the social aspect of school. 
Oh, I partied like a lot, but like within reason, because I was in a sorority, right? So we used to party like quite a bit, quite a bit. But again, within reason, like I mean, it's about knowing your limits, right? So it's like, will I go to a party if yeah. I have an exam the next morning? Probably not. No. Will I go to a party if I have an exam yeah. at six o'clock the next day? Probably. I'll probably just leave early and probably just not drink that much. So it's really about like knowing yeah. your limits and like like just like knowing when to go and when not to go i mean i'm not one of those people that gets like bad fumo like i don't like if everybody's doing something and i don't get to go unless yeah. it's like the best party in the world then i really <laughs> care. like there's going to be more yeah. i mean I, some people are at university for three years and people are at university for four years for the three yeah. four years I'm there, it's not possible that there's never going to be another party like the one you missed to study um Her. <laughs> but it's really, it's really just about like knowing like your limits and knowing like what you can do if you're one of those people that can I mean I had friends who could literally go out every single night and still would get like A's in like every single exam if that's you more those people you, are those like, people are like, like, <laughs> like that's I'm yeah. so happy for them but I was not one of those people <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like because I always feel like you know when I'm chill I ace things more yeah like when I'm like having anxiety before an exam just makes me kind of like forget something that would I would have known if I was just calm about it and just went with it yeah so I just feel like before an exam everybody should just kind of understand it's not a do or die thing like yeah you don't want to fail but understand that it's chill it's calm it's like like, academic validation to some people is like way more than it needs to be yeah like way more like of course if you're a med student take it seriously or like if like you know you know 100% like take it seriously because like yeah yeah for you there's nothing wrong with that but like don't like you drive yourself insane trying to study everything and pass everything or whatever it is I don't know I think everything's like chill out (laughs) not it's not that serious like you'll be fine at the end of the day yeah um how do you meet friends in uni um I mean like when I went like it was like a completely I mean I mean firstly when I started my best friend started at the same Mm. time as me and then she transferred to a different university so like at the beginning it was super easy because I knew someone there but then after she left like yeah and it wasn't just her that left like pretty much everybody who I had in my freshman year room left which was like seven people like they all just went um so I had to make a completely new batch of friends which like I mean I I don't I wouldn't say I find it difficult to make friends um yeah I joined like a sorority I joined like a bunch of like clubs and stuff like that and just like not like clubs like it wasn't like the science club or anything like that it was like things like (laughs) it was things like expat society for example so at my university there used to be like kind of like a I wouldn't call it like a club more like an organization like a community for like international students from like all over the world and they would just have like massive parties filled with like <laughs> people that weren't American and it was really fun so it was just like joining like so I, I feel like at universities the range of like societies and clubs like that you'll find very niche like clubs and societies and organizations mm-hmm. that are super specific that people are like that you're genuinely interested in um, and you'll find so many people that are more like you than you thought they were. So I think it's really just about like putting that, sorry, than you thought there would be. So it's just about putting yourself out there and just like finding your people. Cause 
there's no way that you can go to a university with like I don't know twenty thousand people and there's literally nobody there that you like. I just don't think that's possible. Um, yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just about finding your people. Like by even like in class. Like I even met a lot of my really close friends at university by just like mm. sitting next to somebody in class and striking up a conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I feel like the way I make all like almost all my new um like female friends like i most of the time just find them really pretty and i'm like oh i think you're really pretty and they're like <laughs> you are really pretty too and i'm like oh, okay what's your name and then we just start talking and i've made most of my friends like that yeah i feel like when you meet somebody with a kind approach there's no way that they will want to push you away yeah exactly. like of course there are mean people and i don't know why like you would make it your life's work to be mean but like <laughs> just be kind and i feel like the right people will gravitate towards you regardless exactly exactly you always find your people somewhere Mm -hmm. um i think that should be all i think that should be it like except except you have any other thing you want to talk about i can't really think of anything we covered basically everything i think (laughs) (laughs) but like is there anything you want to say to the girls um I mean, I guess just, like, thank you for... I mean, you too, Marilyn. Like, thank you for supporting me. Like, it's, it's always so interesting to find out that, like, I have people that genuinely, like... I mean, it, it sounds, like, so cliche, but, like, it's so interesting to find out that I have people that genuinely, like, care. I don't know how to explain it. It's, like, sometimes, like, I I'll post and I'm just, like, really, who cares? And, like, sometimes yeah. I'll disappear from social media for a long time. And I'll have people message me yeah. being, like, oh, like, we were worried. Like, but why? You don't even know me like that. But, like, it's very sweet. And, like, it's very, like yeah it's very like humbling and it's like a a warm feeling it's still very like astonishing to me and bizarre to me that there's like a large group of people that care about me but i really like it it's it's nice to think that people who don't really know me like that actually care about me so just thank you i think yeah yeah always i mean yeah always care like (laughs) from like from the from the um Prior to this episode, it was like I knew I knew Toby as oh she's just so beautiful, you know, and like, but like now it's like you're funny and you're interesting, and there's so much more to you, and you're also really kind, and the values that you have and also instilled in this episode just make me know why I just was drawn to you in the first place. Oh, thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank I you think me on. no, there's really no problem. I just hope that this episode does as well because I really need to reach for the stars with this one. I'm sure it will. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. Um, we will we will leave you guys to listen to the outro now. Don't forget to subscribe and please follow Toby's Instagram. <laughs> follow Toby's Instagram. She probably will. Um, goes for a while because she doesn't really like posting, but exactly. she will post when she does. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So tune in for the outro. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, Toby. Bye. Bye. You just listened to Convos with Marilyn. Thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow the show and give us your honest ratings. Stay tuned and definitely keep listening for more. Bye for now.